Cast episode 18. Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a kook or not? That is the question. There's many things you can do to receive that label. So stay tuned in, because Coach Evan and I are going to discuss one big surfing misconception. If you've ever kooked it, or just like to laugh when other people do, stick around. This podcast is just for you. If you don't know by now, us surfers love to spot a kook. But don't stress it, because we all kook it at some point. So hang on to your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And I'm Coach Ev. And we started the surf coaching and education program, the Surf Continuum. Today we're going to talk about one big surfing misconception, and that misconception is in regards to the pop-up. So I think a good place to start with the pop-up is how, you know, when people pop up, they literally pop up like a firework, <laughs> you right. know, you're, fully extended. You're seeing, you're seeing like a gap between them and the board at some point in time, <laughs> and that's as you're hearing them like, boom, slam down on the board and, and just set it and forget it, which is something that... You know, we, we want to discuss and try to break the habit of doing. Right, yeah, that's a good point. Like, there really should not be that disconnect. Uh, well, definitely not in your pop-up. Um, you know, like, so basically what we're talking about is, is compression here and how you can, you know, we extend ourselves for sure when we're standing up. But if you really look closely, I think you'll notice how we don't just go right to that extension but we kind of time the extending of our stance with the drop, like the turn and the rail set so that when you pair the turn, the bottom turn or the mid face turn, wherever it is, the rail set, when you pair that with the extension, you really are pushing off the board and just going to what Coach Ev said um, regarding like that disconnect from your board, when you have that disconnect, you lose that opportunity to create drive right from the takeoff, which is kind of a crucial part of the way absolutely it's you know on a long board it's just setting your rail and kind of going down the line and and then on a short board you're trying to time it so it's like your first pump you know mm. you're, you're you're standing up staying compressed and then extending and lifting your, and lifting for your first compressed extending and lifting up the wave with your surfboard together but always connected you know like yeah that that disconnecting from your board is definitely something that happens when and I think, so here's the misconception that the word pop-up sounds like it's got to be like explosive, you know, um, but it's really very connected and grounded into the board and in fact, almost pushing down into it throughout the whole pop-up. Right, just pushing, pushing the board down and sta- and then standing up and then sliding your front foot, lunging your front foot in between your, your hands or something. It's just as it really is a low smooth slow process and even when done really fast it just it's not a big production mm-hmm. you know it just it happens when it happens when the timing is right and when your board is in the right spot on the wave and it, you know it can be done so seamlessly and really accurate i think that's that's a super crucial part of of standing up and sliding and positioning your feet on the board as opposed to just popping up and landing 
and landing your feet wherever they they land and just go having to go with with that because a lot of times you don't have time to adjust your feet right then and there yeah when if you're catching waves properly you're in a critical section of the wave and you yeah you don't have time to adjust you really should be kind of just getting right into proper foot placement and position right away and you'll do that if you're not fully extended right off the bat or or and certainly not if you're popping a little a quick thing that I, comes to mind was that that one clip we were looking at as of of you surfing taking off your your into your you're well into your press up and and you're looking down the line you're seeing how the waves setting up and naturally your foot would come up a little bit further in in a normal pop-up but since you're looking up at the wave you can adjust right right then and there Mm. and adjust your foot back so that when you come up to your feet you're in the right spot ready to just go and whatever do a floater or come off the bottom or you can just again you can just really place your feet and be so much more accurate if you're doing a smooth stand-up instead of popping up Right, yeah, that's a really great point, and uh, that's why we always encourage, not encourage, but insist that people are riding their own equipment when they work with us, because you have to get familiar with your equipment and where these positions are, like that super controlled position, like, you know, we talk about your foot being on the tail to control your board, but, but precisely where on the tail, well, that's something you discover by riding the same board over and over again, so that like you were saying, you know, when you're standing up and looking at down the line and realizing you're going to need to do a certain kind of turn right away, instead of standing up, you know, maybe sort of normally automatically, I'm kind of consciously realizing like I want to have my back foot in that tail position right away. In the sweet spot for a turn. Right, the sweet spot for a turn. Instead of the sweet spot just for, you know, trimming right. or something like that. Right, right, and right. And it's it's minute, you know, it's it's one or two inches as opposed to a whole you know a whole foot or something like that you know it's very minute yeah adjustment and that's and that's knowing your equipment and getting to know it really well and all these things improve when you're on equipment that you're familiar with you know and of course great surfers can ride anything really well but that's just how it looks of course they ride it well but they ride really well when they're on their board that they are familiar with they know where the their feet need to go for different you know um yeah they know the sweet spots yeah they know all their spots and it's it's pretty easy to have a controlled stand-up on a board you're familiar with and be able to achieve your different goals before you've even fully like before you've completed the stand-up you know going down the line and seeing that you're gonna have to race this thing so you're coming right into a trimming position versus where you're like oh i'm gonna need to do a quick turn cut back right away because the shoulder is like practically here already so putting your foot on the tail and being able to do a sharp, aggressive, but smooth turn right out of your stand-up. And that's that's great fluid surfing. That's beautiful. I'd yeah. love to see that. Let's talk about, so there's another kind of um, subcategory misconception or whatever to all this. And kind of, that's it, it, they're all kind of tied together. I mean, we are talking about one very specific thing, the pop-up, but it's basically when to execute it. And I think it's a misconception that it needs to be as soon as you catch the wave. But that's really not the case, especially because we're, you know, we're in our mind right now, we're talking to a lot of beginner and intermediate surfers, and you're not riding these critical, big, steep waves. You're mostly riding like, you know, average surf. So 
when you execute your your stand-up or you know we don't like to say pop-up first of all because it encourages this misconception we always call it our stand-up technique so that it kind of fights back in your psyche about how you should be getting up to your feet on your board by standing with control anyway back to my point when you need to execute it is not necessarily right away and in fact when you're riding little waves it's almost beneficial to, to kind of delay in the press up as you're you know tucking your hands and pressing yourself up going into the stand up to just sight your line and really identify the pocket or the shoulder if you're gonna have to do a turn and and to do a stand up based on what you're seeing uh, and yeah and steering yourself to the pocket and making sure that you're in the pocket so that when you stand up you're continuing to go down the line with speed when people it's such a common thing with beginners when they just jump up to their feet and that's obviously their main goal it's like i caught the wave now i got to be on my feet but they miss out on the pocket and they miss out on a great long ride and then you know so often people are asking us and wondering why why am i not going down the line how come i'm not in the pocket and it comes right back to the beginning of the wave at takeoff because you, your main priority is standing up not going down the line right and and getting disconnected with their equipment maybe you know popping up as soon as you you're popping up and you're not keeping your rail set then then your board's sliding down the face and the nose is going towards the beach and you're ending up if even if you are standing on your board you're going in the wrong direction yeah. you know? you're going in towards the beach you're in the trough of the wave and on small piddly little waves you end up really missing out on you know you got to stay in the you have to stay in the pocket the whole time or there's you you fall out of it very quickly yeah not much excitement not on any size waves but certainly not little waves like little waves you're barely going to be riding or able to keep your balance if you're not in the pocket and yeah. i mean if you live where we do you know or spend a lot of time where we do and we surf a lot of small waves it's imperative to be able to surf them well and have like all that fun um by being in the pocket but, but never mind all that just you just want to be in the pocket that's just what surfers do you know and and without whether they know it or not their main goal is not to be standing up and riding, it's to be in the pocket. You know, you look at a bodyboarder, look at a body surfer, look at any other kind of athlete that rides waves and isn't standing, but they're still trying to be in the pocket. So right. as a surfer, you should be concerned with being in the pocket. And, and just because you have a surfboard, so yeah, sure, you'll stand on it eventually, but... Don't worry about it being like right off the bat every single time, you know? Right, right. Wait, wait for That's the what I'm trying to most say. opportune time. <laughs> To, to execute your, your stand-up. Yeah, and as long as you're keeping your rail set and you're making your way down the line, it's all good. You don't need to be popping up like a firework. And, yeah, just, like, going back to... Uh, did, did we talk about, like, long, how longboarders steer back into the pocket? No, yeah, we didn't, like... So that's, like, that's one thing when I'm when I'm working with somebody and we're talking about maybe delaying their stand-up because they're, they're not setting their rail first and and just why we practice so much with people setting their rail and staying in the press up position or like the plank is because you can you can just do so much from that position you can you can actually learn how to control your board mm -hmm. and steer your board and keep your board in the place of the wave where you want it to um and you see you see expert expert longboarders doing that a lot like really delaying their stand up in the press up position going fading back say say they get into the wave on the shoulder because they can because they're on a nice long board and they get in very easily and the first thing they're doing they're not standing up and cutting back they're in the press-up position 
they're cutting all the way back or fading back towards the peak and then they're even turning back and right at that point as they've faded in they're they're cutting back and now they're turning back towards the the shoulder of the wave and that's when they whip they they slide into their compressed stand up right then and there and then they they slingshot into the wave you know mm -hmm. from almost behind it you know even though they they entered way out on the shoulder it's just it's, it's a beautiful thing to see done done properly and something that i think everybody should kind of strive to to bring into their surfing yeah, it's just it's just that you, whether they say it or even realize it or not, the goal is where they are on the wave, you know. And again, like so, if you're if you guys are beginners and even intermediates, you're not surfing a lot of big waves. You don't have that giant space of, uh, and margin to be somewhere near the pocket and still have tons of power. But this is such a minute and accurate spot that you need to be on the wave. So you really should be paying attention to the wave. I mean, this is really what a surfer does is read the wave, not stand up or paddle or any of those things. Those are all second nature, but reading the wave is like your true goal. So that's just, just continuing in that vein. Like when you're riding a wave, it's your goal is not to just stand up or pop up or ride the wave on your feet. It's to be in the pocket. So when you're catching a wave and when you're pressing up and standing, if you have that luxury of, of getting into the wave and knowing how to set your rail and, and keep yourself, you know, in good position on the wave without having to stand to keep your nose up more power to you because then you're going to be able to more accurately steer into the pocket and just get better rides you know more speed from the takeoff and more fun surfing absolutely um i think well kind of our last point about this whole misconception of popping up and again like popping up really just is a misnomer you know it sounds like it needs to be fast it sounds like it needs to be explosive and, and to our last point, um, the misconception that it needs to be fast. You know, I've heard it too many times from people I really think are great surfers that it needs to be fast. And it's not that they're not great surfers. It's just that they really haven't thought about when they're doing a pop-up really fast and when the people they're teaching need to do the stand-up. Mm -hmm. You know, like a great surfer does need to get up pretty fast but still, you know, I, you know, I almost want to take it back because their pop-up is not a pop. I'm doing air quotes here. Their, their pop-up is not a pop-up. It's, it's a really smooth and efficient stand-up that looks like a pop because it's so well done, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, like, it doesn't need to be fast. It needs to be done well. Right. Crucial. It, it just it, it goes right back to the first points that we hit and uh, you know it's just it's just about a lot of the a lot of the things that we're talking about is actually trying to get you to slow down and and break down your basic fundamentals of surfing if if you're doing that then you know it just it just correlates and and affects you down the line in a positive manner mm-hmm yeah, so I mean, in summary here, the real the real idea is, is this, so this is the reason why we don't say pop up to our people. We never talk about it like that. And in our curriculum and in our outlines, this is called a stand-up technique because that encourages the thought that it's it's a process. It's a step-by-step -step manner. And of course, as you get better at doing each individual step of a stand-up, it becomes kind of a pop-up, you know? I still wouldn't describe it as a pop-up, but it, it, it doesn't 
it's not a step-by-step -step thing. It's a really beautiful flow of going from prone position to on your feet. Right. Um, but it's got to be practiced, broken down. Ask your instructor to show you how to do a nice, smooth stand-up, and you don't want to just pop up. You don't want to disconnect from your surfboard for a moment to get your feet under you, but you want to be able to press up and get your feet under you with concern and respect for foot placement, positioning, and where your weight is positioned over your, or how much weight is positioned over your front and back foot. And, uh, and then you'll really start to see differences in your surfing, uh, you know, with how you make your drop and takeoff and how you get down the line. And don't give up on it because I think, uh, you know, it's easy to kind of revert back to the pop-up if you're not very flexible. You know, it's easier to just throw your legs under you. But, I mean, ask yourself and be honest, how many times do you fall after you do that? If you're just throwing your legs under you. And it's because you're not putting your feet in the right spot or because you're not staying balanced and controlled while you do it. So we're encouraging you when you do your stand up, if you're gonna fall, may as well fall trying to do it right with control and grace and press yourself up while looking down the line and continuing to steer down the line. Place your front foot or back foot. I've seen people place their back foot first, whatever, but just with deliberation and thought to your foot placement, get your feet under you and don't disconnect from your board. Keep your rail set, keep your board pressed into the wave and sandwich it between the energy of the wave lifting and your muscles pushing it down. And one thing I wanted to add, you know, closing this up is, you know, figure, practice your pop-up, practice it at home. It doesn't have to be on the beach, you know, with your wetsuit halfway down and getting a bunch of sand in your suit and, and <laughs> like getting made fun of by all the rest of the peeps on the beach. <laughs> Even if if you care about that, but you know, do do it at home in the AC so you're not sweating bullets, <laughs> and you can really like find a mirror so that you can see how kooky you look when you do it, and start and then and then check out proper videos and try to mimic it and try to slow it down and try to break it down, and a a lot of the times you'll find that you'll have to you'll have to fix something else before you can really fix your pop-up. You know, you might have to get more limber. You might have to be doing that, you know, start doing your your stand-ups 20 a day, 10 in the morning, 10 in the evening, and, and then fit in some stretching and, and yoga in between that. But um, that, that's definitely one thing I wanted to add. Practice at home, you guys. So, I think that's a wrap. If, uh, if you guys enjoy the show, you should subscribe to it. I know they do that on iTunes. I'm not sure what the other players do. I don't do, Does anybody listen to this stuff on anything other than iTunes? I don't really know. Um, but yeah, subscribe to it on iTunes so you get notified right when we upload a new one. Um, what else? And if you guys want to be on the KookCast, we are always open to guests. We'll talk to you about your surfing or uh, some kooky things that you've done on your way. You know, we got no problem to share our kooky stories too, so uh, why not you? Alright, you can write to us at info at thesurfcontinuum.com. Nice work, Coach Chris. Woo! Woo!